0: Well, hello again, brothers and sisters. This is Dennis with Mana Christian Ohana Midweek Message for March 24th, 2021. Hey, Pulikako. Father God, I pray your anointing upon this message, Father God, that each word that I speak, Father, would be directed by you. They would not be my words, but your words. And Father God, to you be all the glory, not to me, Lord. to you. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. So my message today uh, is about pride. Uh, This is not the message that I wanted to preach, but it's the message the Lord told me to preach. And generally the way it works for me is when he's telling me to do something like this, it's because I need to hear it as much as the people I'm speaking to need to hear it. So just being obedient, So here we go, pride. Pride, the basis of all sin. Pride is what separates us from from God. Pride says, it's all about me. It's not about you, Lord, it's all about me. So the first scripture I have actually comes from the New King James Version comes from 1st Timothy chapter 3 verse 6 and Paul's uh, actually giving Timothy instructions about uh, uh, who to select for church leadership and it says not a novice lest being puffed up with pride he fall into the same condemnation as the devil so why was the devil condemned? for pride And here Paul's telling Timothy that if he selects someone who is a novice who is not mature and puts them in church leadership, there's a quite a danger to become prideful and then fall into condemnation. Now we look at the scriptures and the Pharisees are a prime example Of someone who has been filled with pride. Matthew chapter 6 verse 5 in the NIV says, and when you pray do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly I tell you they have received their reward in full. And what's Jesus saying here? They don't get a heavenly reward. They've gotten their reward by the accolades they got from their fellow man. They didn't get any accolades from God, but they were just doing it to be seen by their fellow man, not by God. So let's look at how pride can enter into our lives here today. Have you ever been in an argument with your spouse, with your boss, your co-workers, your friends, general people on the street, pride says, I'm right, and they're wrong. Even though that may not be the case, but the reason we're arguing is because we think we're right. And that's based strictly on pride. Proverbs 13.10 in the NIV says, where there is strife, there is pride. But wisdom is found in those who take advice. So in order to get advice we really need to be quiet and listen. Not be prideful and be puffed up thinking that we have the right answer even if we do. It only serves to separate us further from the Lord. Pride also enters in to the things of the world things we have. Our car, our truck, our house, our property, all the things that we have that we think are so wonderful. And yeah, in a lot of cases they are. They make our life easy here on earth or more enjoyable. But just remember from John, 1 John Chapter 2, verse 16 in NIV, this particular passage, it says, for everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. You see, if we desire worldly things before heavenly things, that's pride. That says, I want to satisfy my flesh. That doesn't say I want to bring glory to God. That says I need to be satisfied before God can be satisfied. That's how pride enters in. Now why I'm not saying that we shouldn't have nice things, but we should remember who they come where they come from. For me personally, one of the things God has gifted me with is a fairly high degree of mechanical ability. I can fix things, build things, and work with my hands. And usually when I head out to do something, I'm thinking, yeah, I got this. Yeah, I've done this before. Or, yeah, I know how to do this. This isn't hard. But when things start to go south and I quit exhibiting the character of the Lord in in my life, my wife will come out and gently say, sweetheart, did you pray first? Did you ask for God's help? Or did you think you could do it on your own? See, in my pride, I thought I could do it all by myself. I know how to do this. God, I got this. I don't need you today. Go take a break. And what about competition? When we were kids, a lot of us were Played sports. And sometimes we'd even win. But it was our attitude about winning that shows if we were prideful or not. Did you s- Is our attitude, I won because I played better through my God-given ability? Or is our attitude, I won because I am better? See, we're not better. <laughs> we're just vessels that God works through. It's all about him. It's not really about us. In James, the book of James, chapter 4, verse 6 of the NIV, it says, but he gives us more grace. That is why the scripture says, God opposed the proud, but chose favor to the humble. See, We all have a share of pride. We have to be humble unto the Lord. We have to come to him, recognizing him for who he is. We can never be above God. We can never be equal to God. We can only recognize that all good things and flow from him. See, there is only one person who ever defeated pride, and his name is Jesus Christ. I think most of us are familiar with the story of the the temptation in the desert, where Satan came to Jesus, and he said, according to Matthew, four chapter ten verses eight, to, chapter four verses eight to ten in the NIV. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Now what was the devil doing? He was appealing to Jesus' pride, to his flesh. He was saying, Hey, you can have everything that I've been put in charge of, and you can be, and I will step back, if you only worship me, if you allow me to above to be above you. And that's certainly what pride is. It's us putting ourselves above God. Now, Jesus rejected that. And why? Because Jesus was totally submitted to his father. You see, he couldn't care less about anything else other than doing what his father had for him to do. In John chapter 5, verse 19 of the NIV, Jesus gave him this answer. Very truly, I tell you, the son can do nothing by himself. He can only do what he sees his father doing because whatever the father does, the son also does. You see, Jesus was all about glorifying his father. He had not one bit of pride in himself. It was about his father and his father's will. He gave himself totally and completely to his father, to follow his will and his wishes. And I would say to you that to the extent that we can submit to God is to the extent that we've defeated pride. So every day, every day, we have to lay pride down. We have to say to God, God, you are in charge, not me. I don't want to be in charge of my life. I want God to be in charge of my life. So Father, I just pray right now that you come into my life and to each and every one who hears this message. Father, that you come into our lives and that you t- take Pride away. Father, we want to submit to your name, to your will, to your ways. Father, we don't want to be exalted. Lord, we want to exalt you. So thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for the grace that you have given us and the mercy that you have shown us, Father, when we have fallen short so many times, Father. When we have tried to steal a piece of your glory, Father, we repent and we turn, Father God, and we say, To you be all the glory. In Jesus' holy name. Aloha, brothers and sisters. Have an awesome week.